You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 45. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I'm here to coach you and teach you how to end your emotional eating, how to bust through your binges, and how to leave all your overeating habits in the past. If you just found me, a warm welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about how cleaning out your closet can actually change your eating and your weight. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. Let's dive in. This episode is inspired by my work with one of my favorite clients. And we were talking about clearing out her closet. And at the same time, we were talking about considering letting go of some thoughts and some beliefs that were holding her back. Now, if you're a reader of self-development books or fun nonfiction books, you probably have heard of Marie Kondo's book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. It's a global bestseller in the past few months. And so many of us are drawn to read about, although not necessarily do, cleaning up, straightening up, getting things organized, putting things in order. And what psychologists are saying is that because so much of our life, so much of your life, you're not able to control, that mastering a small part of your world makes you feel more confident that you can conquer whatever comes your way. So this came up recently with this client, and we both could see that the same principles apply to organizing your environment and letting go of what doesn't fit, and also looking at what's going on in your mind and possibly considering consciously letting go of what may be holding you back. And you may apply this to any changes that you're trying to make in your life. It may be how you eat. It may be how you take care of yourself. It may be not taking time to get ready for your week so that things can go smoothly for you. But whatever it is that you're trying to do where you're running into resistance, it very well may be because you're holding on to old beliefs and old thoughts about yourself. And although it's pretty common for us to make a project out of cleaning up our kitchen, going through our pantries, or going through our closet, it's not as often, if ever, that we really think about our most important storage unit of all, and that is the closet of our mind. Because our mind is what holds your collection of thoughts, it holds your collection of all your feelings, And as you know, if you've listened, your thoughts allow you to create a feeling and your feelings are what lead you to do all the things you do in the world. And all of these things together, your thoughts, your feelings, and what you do, they all become your results. All of your results become your life, who you are, how you show up in the world. So this storage unit, this closet of your mind, just like perhaps the closet in your bedroom, is packed full of things that may not fit you, that may not be flattering on you, that may not make you feel great. But because they're still there, you may not question them. 
And if they're still in your closet, I'm going to use the closet interchangeably now. But if something is still in your closet, you are going to keep reaching for it. And imagine that your mind is just like your closet. If your mind is cluttered with old ways of thinking about you, who you are, and what you're capable of, if nobody points that out to you, you're going to keep reaching for those old thoughts. And that's why you're going to keep getting the old results. So after a while, even though the clothes in the closet don't fit and the thoughts in your mind don't serve you, you're still using them. You're still reaching for them. It's hard to see because your vision is going to start being clouded. You'll be confused. You won't see yourself clearly. And what happens, just like an uncomfortable shirt that's too tight on you, but you keep wearing it, you get used to the discomfort. An uncomfortable thought in your mind, it's a story you may have been holding on to possibly for years. Unless someone points it out to you, you may still hold on to that story, even though it makes you feel awful. And there's very few people in our life who would tell us, gee, you know, you've been divorced for 17 years and you're still talking about your ex. And every time you do, you feel upset and you feel bad about yourself. Very few people will come out and tell us that. Just like very few people will come out and tell you that what you're wearing is the wrong color for you, or it's too short, or it doesn't fit right or it's just not your best. It's not your best look. So the reason I'm talking about this is that I want you to begin looking in the mirror and mostly truly to begin looking at what you're thinking and judge for yourself whether a thought is serving you, whether it fits well. When you want to change, whether it's your environment, your closets, your bathroom, or the way that you think, the first thing you need to do is step back, right? Step back and see what you're doing first so you can see where you want to be and what the gap is in between. It's almost as if you were trying on the clothes in your closet and you went in front of a two-way mirror so you could see the front and the back. You really want to start examining what's going on in your thoughts. And you could tell this easily by looking at your mood because your feelings, your mood are created by what you're thinking. So if you want to know what you're thinking, look at your mood. If you're, th- if you're feeling mostly pretty good most of the time, chances are good that you're thinking thoughts that are good for you, that are nourishing, that make you feel good. But if your mood is pretty negative a lot of the time, then chances are good that you may be using old stories to go through your life that no longer fit, just like an old coat that no longer can button. It's not doing its job. And your thoughts need to be at least as carefully chosen as the things you put on your body. So you need to step back and rise above, look down at your life, see if you could see some patterns. This is what coaches do. They give you perspective and they help you see what you cannot see yourself. Now, you could also ask a close friend to say, you know, gosh, I'm always in this mood and I'm always worrying about this. 
can you tell me what you see and what I'm doing? I'd love for you to be objective. It would really help. Because you know, if we don't say that, a lot of friends only want to tell us something good because they love us, they care about us, they want us to feel good, they don't want to hurt our feelings. So ask them, do you see any patterns in what I'm doing? Now, it doesn't mean that you're going to take every single thing anyone offers to you and act on it, but it might give you something to consider. And then after you've stepped back and you see where you are and what you need to change, then you need to begin to let go of what doesn't fit. And just like you would do that when you're cleaning out your closet, your wardrobe, if something doesn't fit, it's obvious, right? And it goes into a pile to toss or to give away. When a thought no longer serves you, it no longer makes you feel good, there is no reason to hold on to it. Now know in the beginning that anything that you've been thinking for a while, it's going to keep coming up automatically for you. That's normal. You've created a pathway in your brain where you always will have this go-to thought until you begin to catch yourself and correct yourself. So I'll give you a couple of examples from me. I used to think that when I was tired, that there was no choice the next day if I hadn't gotten sleep at night, that the next day would be an awful day and that I probably would not eat well. Most likely I would overeat. That was just a story. It was an old story. In the beginning, it came from some truth because several times that's what happened to me. But then I made it my mantra. I made it a belief and I truly believed it. So guess what? If I truly believe that if I wake up from lack of sleep, I won't be able to eat well, well, then if I really believe that, I won't, and I'll keep proving myself correct. And one of my coach friends, Lori, helped me see that in a funny way. One of the other things I used to believe that no longer fit me or my life was that if I didn't do my exercise in the morning, it would not happen ever. That's it for the rest of the day. I would never be able to do it. And she also showed me how silly that belief was. It wasn't true. It didn't fit me anymore. It didn't help me be happy. Just like a pair of pants that were too tight on you are not going to make you feel good every time you put them on. So I eventually was able to realize what I was saying, catch myself and let go of those thoughts. I was clearing out the clutter of my mind. Now, once you've done this, once you begin to clear out your mind, just like if you were clearing out your closet and you finally allow yourself to get rid of a lot of things that don't serve you, don't fit, aren't flattering, guess what? Now you have room. Now you have room to add in new things that make you look and feel like the person you want to be. Well, it's the same thing with your thoughts. You need to clear out what's not working so you can try on new thoughts and new perspectives. Who do you want to be in the world? Think about that. And whether you're a man or a woman, how would this person live? How would she act? How would she eat? How would she take care of herself? What would it feel like to walk inside this person that you want to be? So you're trying on a new way of thinking, because if you want to make any changes in your life, 
Remember, it's not from the outside. The outside matters, but the changes that you make from the inside are the ones that are lasting. And they, of course, eventually will show up on the outside. So now you're ready to step into a new wardrobe of clothing, but you're also ready to step into a new selection of thinking. Because if you're doing the work on your mind, you've gotten rid of what doesn't work, then you're left with thoughts that do. Now you're beginning to add in new ways of looking at yourself, at the world that you live in, and at your life. We all get used to seeing ourselves one way, but the way that you can be in your world, in your life, and also what you do and what you create, your life, your body, your emotions, everything, the way that you are is all up to you. Just as you could literally toss out an old worn wardrobe that no longer fits and doesn't look right, you literally can decide to think in a different way. So it's not as instant as giving all the clothes away and buying new ones because you do have habits. But once you're aware of something that no longer fits, that you've been thinking or feeling or doing, you can catch yourself every time you start to go into it and you can replace it with something different. You can let go of old stories old hurts, old excuses. Stop ruminating about things that used to bother you that in fact don't really have to anymore. So we've talked today about two things. Why we feel so good when we can clean out a part of our environment, our home, our closet, our clothing, whatever it may be. But what you usually don't focus on is that you can accomplish the same type of cleaning out and reorganizing and reordering with what's going on in your mind. If you clear the clutter from your home, you can clear the clutter that's not making you feel good from your mind. And that is what will make the space for you to insert the kinds of thinking that do make you feel good and do make you take the actions you want to take to get yourself to do what you want to do in a much, much easier way. So cleaning out your closet, cleaning out your mind, here's your focus for this week. I want you to open your closet and look at everything in it. Look at the general state of it. Is it organized? Does it look appealing when you open it? Is everything in it something that fits, that you feel good in, that is current, that you actually wear, that makes you feel proud and confident? Or is it filled with too many old items, the wrong style, the wrong color, the wrong fit? Now, switch back and let's think about what's going on in your mind. Are the stories that you tell yourself most commonly, because we all tend to tell ourselves the same stories pretty much over and over again, different versions, are they reflective of who you used to be or are they reflective of who you want to be? Your mind is the storage unit for all your thoughts, your feelings, your self-image, your self-esteem comes from that whole collection. Are you holding on to thoughts about yourself 
that are holding you back? Are you holding on to thoughts about yourself that don't allow you to do wonderful things and take care of yourself? Are you holding on to thoughts that stop you from eating when your body has had enough? I want you to pick one thought, one thought that does not serve you that you can let go. It may be something that begins with, I can't, or it's hard to, or I never. Ponder it for a few days and think about it as if you were emptying your closet and only leaving in things that made you feel special and cared for and loved because you're the one that has to give you love first before you can get it from anyone else in the world. And it all starts with what's in your mind. Now we will come back to this subject in the area of thinking and in the area of self-care. But in the meantime, let me know how you do with this exercise. I hope that you're inspired to not only clean out a physical part of your home, but also to take a look at what you've been carrying around in the beautiful mind you have and whether you really want to keep it or not. That's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what to stay focused on. Now, remember, if you're new here today, stop by the show notes, grab a copy of my free downloadable book, Clearing Your Path to Permanent Weight Loss. In this book, there are many exercises just like the one that we just talked about that will help you take a compassionate look at what's stopping you from doing what you truly want to do. So you don't keep repeating the same mistakes again and again. I hope to see you back next week where we'll continue to work on your emotional eating and your binge eating step by step until they both become something that you used to do. That is your ultimate goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie. And I want to remind you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week.